This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Chill. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. Wow. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuitsPlace.com. BWB, what's up? I'm Gerald Swale, and this is One Nation Radio. You already know. Welcome to the August 3rd edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. I actually just, like, about an hour ago, got done watching uh, SmackDown Live because, uh, for some reason, I just couldn't get around and watched it. I I thought it was a really good show. Like, I thought, it, I, I would even go far as say it was a great show, episode of SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, like, you get three matches that are, like, oh, three, three really good matches. You get a woman's match that people cared about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... You have the Goofy Canellas and Sami Zayn stuff, and you have the Twin Peaks thing that uh, the fashion police were doing. Uh-huh. But I mean, it was it was that, that was just you know ridiculous in a good way. Yeah, we. So um, I thought I thought that was a really good show. Yeah, I I I thought the Cena knock they were just um, making me furious with the commercials during the Cena Nakamura match, and I think uh, the total TV time it got was about eleven minutes. Um, so where should we begin? You you just want to start with uh, the big news of the week? Yeah, sure. So Shinsuke Nakamura is the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Um, so on, he defeated John Cena clean one two three. Uh, the the match had a scary spot where I don't think Cena realized that he needed to flip all the way over, like for that exploder suplex thing, and he kind of got. He kind of got stuck in the middle. Dumped him right on his head. Yeah. It, it, it reminded me of, like, the reason why I wasn't really, like, I was sort of worried about, like, the Randy Orton Lesnar match from a year ago. I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, he's going to suplex this dude on his head a bunch of times, and this dude with, with, bad, with like, bad collarbones and then, like, in all these shoulder issues or whatever, this could be a bad idea. And and then Orton, it turned out to be okay. I mean, aside from him getting split the yeah. fuck open with a, you know yeah. by a shoot fighter, but yeah. <laughs> with his elbow, <laughs> but you know he, but Nakamura dumped him right on his head, and I thought to myself like, that's not gonna, that's not gonna feel good in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's 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 going to suck. Yeah, um, it looks like he'll be taking on the modern day mediocrity. Uh, to quote Chad. Uh, the modern day mediocrity. Yep, up at uh, SummerSlam, and oh, you know man. they're gonna run it for the WWE title. So, um, what do you what do you make of the dynamic of this match? Because I feel like everyone, even the trolls that that have been out here screaming this gender shit, are going to um, want Nakamura to go ahead and, and bring it home. Like, has, has WWE accidentally actually created the right dynamic for once? Yeah, but I mean, I guess you can say that. Uh, I feel like it might be too early for Nakamura to win the title. Um, I will say 
that after he dumped Cena in his head and then kneed him right in the face, I thought, wow, he put this dude over like he was, you know, like as if he was like 97 or 98 Austin or if he was like 2000 Rock or, or like 87 Hogan. Like he looked like a million bucks. Um, but it does. I mean, maybe maybe I'm speaking to you. How do you feel about it? You think this was right? Other than saying like anything to get the belt off of, off of. Aside from that, that is um that that's a big part of it. But um with Nakamura, and I was talking on Twitter about this earlier. There are no rules anymore. They (laughs) they can do what they want. Right. Right. They could. They could. But you don't feel like that. You don't feel like it'd be hot shotting. I think it would be, uh, okay. but the only thing is, the the two brand system has created this. What else are you going to do with him? Like you're just going to keep him circle around around other guys. We don't want to see him wrestle. Like obviously we don't want to see him wrestle against Jinder Mahal. But hey, it's for the championship at least. Well, my my thought process would be like, all right, let's say make him champion. You're just gonna have him. You're just gonna have him get cash in on and have him chase after uh, Baron Corbin with the belt. That would be like, like just the worst thing. See, they do can you want to see those guys wrestle again after what they Definitely did? Definitely not. What they, after what they did at the last pay per view. Definitely not. Yeah. So it's, you know we're kind of in a situation where yeah he's a babyface. He's gonna have to wrestle some of these dudes that they love to push it at on the hillside of, on SmackDown. That and terrible. It's not gonna. It is not gonna get him over. Yeah. Unless he kills them. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, and looking at how you did Cena, maybe he might just kill him. Yeah. If it was my company, I'd, I'd go ahead and run a squash match, you know, under like, you know, three minutes and had that man destroy him for the championship. And maybe, maybe you build around, around a strong babyface champion for a while. How, how about we try that, James? I mean, they've tried it before, but I mean... Who, who would ever want to replicate the Attitude Era? Who would ever want to? Who would who would ever want to replicate the success of the Rock and Roll Era? I mean, who you know? Who would ever want to replicate the, the Bruno San Martino Era? I mean, I don't you know. I I don't know. Yeah. Um. That, like who? I mean, who who would who would actually like? Who would actually want to you know like make their fan base happy? Who would want yeah, to do such a thing? Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily something WWE actually goes for um, yeah. most times, but it is good to see Nakamura in this position. And it's like one year ago he was going for the NXT title. He'll come back to Brooklyn and go for the WWE title. Um, he, I, I want to say there, I don't think they recognize Inoki as an official champion. And you know, <laughs> Yokozuna wasn't really Japanese, so <laughs> I mean, uh, he'd be the first. Uh, Japanese wrestlers to win the WWE title, WWE title, but I don't know, man. But Nakamura is a unique guy where I think he's so over with in buildings, and you know when he comes out to the ring, and you know you can rely on him in big matches. You just got to get out of his way. I feel like, and you can't fuck him up. Well, one thing I will say is in. I said this to you over the weekend before he beat Cena like he did, that I thought that um, there was some conversation discussion that was going on in the, uh, the the wrestling square circle group about who you choose for WWE in it, between Okada, Omega, or I forgot who the third option was, but everybody picked either. I picked Okada, everybody else picked Omega. Mm-hmm. And, my, and, you know... This this wasn't a part of the of, of the reason for why people picked Omega. My my reason was, all right, 
when you send them in there to a meeting, you send both of them into a meeting with Vince before you sign on the dotted line, and you see, and they're going to stand up and shake hands with each other. You tell me who you think Vince is going to pick to be his guy. I understand, like, <laughs> I understand the track record is pure shit with uh, with Japanese wrestlers in WWE. Mm-hmm. But once he sees Okada and they tell him, oh yeah, he was a IWGP champion a bunch of times. Uh, he has like the second longest reign ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just had one of the greatest big. He's one of the greatest big performers. Maybe he's he might be the best big match performer on the planet. He's even, yes, he's even better than AJ Vince. And then you also look up and like, my God, he's six foot four, six foot three. <laughs> like, I like I understand. You look at the track record and you see like Takamichi Noku getting jobbed out, and he's you know, and he's and, you know, and he's um Mrs. Uh, Yamaguchi uh, Yamaguchi son's sister or whatever. I understand that. Yeah. But you look at what they've done with Nakamura, and, and you look at Nakamura's age, and you think you have a younger, better looking version of that, right? Possibly, I think he would go with no kind of thing, and and then and maybe that's and then, a, you, and then you flash forward to where we are, two like two three days later, and Nakamura's putting a knee through <laughs> through John Cena's forehead. So 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 maybe like you know, and he's been I protected think, very well. And and the thing you said with his age, like Nakamura's not a young guy; he's like 37, 38 maybe. Yeah, this, so you, 30, need, to get so going you now. need to go ahead, and, you know, get this shit rolling, like right. and you know. <sighs> Switching uh, into the gender thing, uh, there was a report that came out um, through SportsKita.com that Jinder Mahal has had no effect on business in India whatsoever. Um, I'm not surprised by this. I'm not I, I'm, shocked. I am mildly surprised that it's been no impact because I figured he... This is what I always thought. I thought you would see an impact, but it wouldn't be enough to justify them putting the belt on him. Yeah. That's what I thought. That now, it's even worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And Basically. we had to sit through three months of this shit on yeah. pay-per-view, essentially. Yeah. And TV. Yeah. And, and, and going forward. The thing, <laughs> the thing is funny is, like, when you build a, a Wii champ, or, yeah, a Wii champion, then everything is based on them scraping by because they have they out they have just people just there to help save them yeah. at all the time. Like they don't realize like the kind of like the kind of like the way they're informing the crowd like this dude's not actually a star. Right. Like if they had, for example At least you know, the, the, the close parallel in recent memory is Seth when he had James of Security and Kane and pretty much like that's what the Singh brothers in Kali yeah. are. So if you look at what those hill champions that had pretty long reigns or bursts of substantial reign, and you see that and you think of them and you think like, wow, they were both pretty weak champions. They didn't really help them out or make them look like they're deserving. Then you juxtapose that with like someone between them that had a reign as a hill, like AJ, where AJ didn't have anybody come out and save him when he was a champion. Like, he was moving on the brand. He was put away from the Bullet Club. Or, sorry, uh, the Good Brothers. Um, yeah. Should be the Fired Brothers, but whatever. <laughs> um, the Future Endeavor Brothers. But <clears throat> you see what he did with Ambrose, and you saw how he took that belt into Royal Rumble, and you think, like, and he kept getting, he was over. Like, he was getting cheered as a, as a heel um, while being a complete heel. And you look at that title ring comparison, the, the two we were just talking about, and it's like, AJ, we didn't. Th- we, we knew all. We all knew AJ was a star, 
he, he could still do this, and he was still cheating and everything. Like, you don't have to make your baby, you don't have to make your heel into a complete chicken shit waste of space. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You can just make him be a guy that cheats to win or right. whatever. It, like, you know, it's a fair fight, and then all of a sudden he realizes, he's like, he, he oh, takes, shit. He cuts corners. Yeah. You don't have to make it where, like, you he has to pull out all stops, all hands are on deck at all times because he's all in danger. Gimmicks. Yeah, he's in danger all the time to lose at any time to any, anybody. Like, there was a there was a point, and I love bringing this up about the Seth thing. There was a point in time where Seth was champion. He lost 19, 19. straight matches. Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't done that to gender, thank God. Because, I mean, imagine if they had done that to gender, the way, he, the way he's been right now where he's like, he has nothing going for him as far as, like, any type of crowd heat. Like, he just, I mean, outside of him saying, like, you guys, except for shooting up, like, I'm the Foreign Hill guy. Because I'm foreign, I know you guys don't like me, which is it, it's, it's true. But, like... <laughs> for, for for a large part of the WWE audience, yes. Yeah, like, it's true. But at the same time, it's like, you're also, we also don't like you because you come out here and you do the same old shit. Like, how many heel acts are all based on the, and their whole entire gimmick is the fact that they all cut... The same from a week after week after week. Like, you have Aiden English, you have Gender, you have the Drifter, um, you have the Canellises. Oh, my God. Like, what's going on here? Like, that's the new thing. Like, like foreign, oh, foreign Hills, we, all, we have a huge wave of, of Foreign Hills and guys that come out on the mic and cut the same shit week I after mean, week Russo. after week. Oh, and I oh, forgot, Bray Wyatt. That's another one. Forgot. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is the, is the longest running same same old shit captains. Yeah, the champion of that shit. Yeah, so it's, it's a it's a weird thing. Like, it's only one of two things. Either you're going to come out here and waste our time or, <laughs> or you're going to come out here and not be American. That's pretty much <laughs> Meanwhile, you look at what the Usos did I've done over the past couple months here, like, why can't these be what the, what the standard for what hills are at the top of the card? Or Samoa Joe at the top of the card. Those guys come out here and are just awesome. It's crazy, man. I, I don't understand it. Like, they <sighs> these only guys that know how to heal right. Kevin Owens, of course. Kevin Owens is always good. But, like, these are, like, the only guys that know how to heal right. Everything else is just like, oh, you don't really have anything on for it. Just go out there and repeat, like, the same thing over and over and over every single week. So the so the whole deal with the Nakamura thing is like uh, there was a previous story where um, Lagarde Sports, the WWE's new international sponsorship sales agency, advised WWE not to put too much focus on the Indian market because they deemed it to be very poor in terms of spend per head, and pretty much it had limited money making potential. Um, and I actually had a conversation with uh, Mike Sempervivi a couple months ago, like kind of when this first thing started, and he was just uh, mentioned to me, like, a lot of these companies go into, uh, and you may have heard on their show, mm-hmm. um, like they go into India and China without really doing their due diligence to figure out if the money is there and how to actually attack it. And I pretty much responded, people were trying to be first rather than correct. And that is going to basically lead you to waste a lot of time and money. Um, and, you know, if you beat a guy for five years straight, tell us he's an absolute joke, then proceed to put the WWE title on him without him previously having won a pay-per-view match in his career. Really? And, yes. Before he won the WWE championship. Did he even win, like, one with, like, 3MB? Like, on a pre-show or something? <sighs> I, I'm not sure, but wow. it, it wasn't a singles match, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? You know how pissed you have to be? Like, no, better yet. Can you imagine how pissed you have to be 
like right now that like gener- if you're like someone like Dolph Ziggler, like you can't even you can't even get a singles match at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, you you've been over like Rover before, right? And then this dude comes along and this dude gets a three month reign as champion. Like you had your reign, you had your reign taken from you because you got concussed. They, you got concussed and they took your tell you took your belt from you. Like they punished you for getting concussed. Oh man, um, yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of guys in the locker room that probably feel um, that they they should have a turn as well now. And with Jinder Mahal becoming the WWE champion under such ridiculous circumstances, I feel like all those guys should you know kind of stay with it. You know, yeah. like because you, there aren't any rules anymore. Well, maybe there's a thing where. If you are one of the top guys, you might feel a kind of way. But if you're somebody like that's scraping from the bottom, like that's like a simple, like the fact that Jenner got the belt is, it might be a simple hope for you. Like maybe there is a chance for you somehow in this company if you keep your head down and just keep fighting through. You might yeah. break through the glass ceiling that, that Vince is sliding you at. Like, you know, may, maybe, right? I mean, there, you know, there have been guys that have, you know, gotten more over than Vince ever wanted. Vince or whoever else ever wanted to backstage, like like Owens. Remember, we all this Kevin, we heard all Kevin the Kevin Dunn. Dunn stuff, right? Um, you know, like so maybe, maybe you keep your head down and you become a star, and then you know they owe you. But like, I, I do imagine if you're like Randy Orton, AJ, uh, one of the Shield guys, you're kind of like, or or Orton, um. You're kind of like, wait, what the hell? Y'all are doing this for what? <laughs> like, I, like, how many times do you think, like, one of them dudes have talked to Vince? Like, one of the people that actually have to have conversations with Vince can, uh, can actually do it and be like, all right, Vince. What is this? this? Look, this shit better work. <laughs> and then come to find out, like, this shit ain't going to work. You're not mad that some of those guys, some of those top guys have to be. They're like, we put the bell on this dude for three months. And then, like, and then we actually slotted him down to, like, being out of the main event for most of, the, most of his run to make it happen still. And also, like, sell gates. And then, like, you find out, like, this man didn't even do much, as, so much as a dip, basically. It's like, like, damn. Like, Jinder Mahal ain't draw a dime. <laughs> <laughs> we we should have known this was going to turn out bad. Remember when they had the uh, the CGI photo of, like, of him as champion on a banner in India? That was and, Photoshop. Uh, Photoshop, yes. Yeah, yep. so, so not CGI, but it was still doctored. Yeah. So... They posted it up and then like Jinder retweeted and then like later found out like it was actually a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't real at all. Like that has to. That should. I think that's that a, that's a, symbolic for the whole reign. That was a. That was a. Um. That was an omen of what was to come. Apparently. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I just want to say if you were on that whole Jinder Mahal bandwagon from day one, how about it now? Um. I mean, I don't want to go on. I mean, I can't really be upset that like fans. We're happy that like the status quo was, you know, kind of like knocked off, knocked off of his orbit. Like the planet was not on his orbit. Mm. As far as like we're going through this, going through the same like beats as always. But you have to be a certain point where you're like, this dude's not actually like producing, like segment by segment producing that the way he should. If he's actually going to be somebody to be, you know, the champion and a guy that's going to anchor part of the show. Especially with all the loaded roster that they have now. Like, there's, like, this would have been something that would have happened in, like, 2009 or 2010 when Mm. there was, like, like, fucking holes up and down the roster. You don't have that now. Like, 
you can put Chad Gable in there in the SmackDown TV main event and, and just watch him kill it. Speaking of that, was that the third match he's had where he's been like absolutely fantastic and got himself over in the middle of a match? Telling so him. like, so he's the new Rusev, or not new Rusev, the new uh, Cesaro now. Where like, you put, <laughs> like you have to keep him off. You have to put him in a tag team or put him off to the side or keep him off TV. Otherwise, he's gonna fuck around and mess up your plans by getting over. Yep. He's, well, may, actually, it might not be the case. He might actually like that. May actually want him to actually do this. Yeah. He's been great. Like the AJ match is great. The they might have something for him. Like the, this might be his way. Maybe because they have Rooster thing. Like when he slapped on that ankle lock, I was like, he needs a tap. They need to put. They need to one two three this dude over Razor Ramon right now, and give him a shot, and then have like they would. I thought they were going to before the uh, before the Orton thing came up. I knew about the Orton thing, but I mm-hmm. didn't know what happened. But it, had I not known about that, because I watched the show today, he should have won. Like he should have made a tap out, and then. Rusev should have beat the hell out of him at, at SummerSlam or, or beat or whatever. Like, wanted to get a rematch on him because he was like, I didn't take him serious or whatever. He got lucky, and then you have a match, and then you go from there. But, I mean, he's not going to be on for SummerSlam, unfortunately, but <laughs> we'll see what happens on the Tuesday after. But Jinder like, Mahal I will. I can't wait to see what's next for Chad Gable. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to Raw um, before we before we start moving back and forth. Um or moving down the rest of SmackDown. Uh, looks like we got that Fatal 4-Way mm-hmm. in place. Um, these guys had everybody, but uh, Brock had the, the triple threat on um, Monday. Uh, and I thought they had a pretty decent match. Really good match, actually. Yeah, I like that match. And um, they went ahead and had Roman Reigns get the victory. Is mm-hmm. this an omen that <laughs> Roman Reigns is not winning the title at SummerSlam? If this were... This week, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, he ain't getting it. Because I think Samoa Joe's winning. You think so? I really do. I think Brock is going to win win this match and leave again. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> know how mad it, people are going to be? Oh, my gosh. Well, are people mad at Brock for, for like, leaving it? I mean, he's still going to wrestle the same dates he's going to have. Like, I heard um, from, I heard on Observer Radio, I'm sorry, Observer Live, that... Um, people backstage are basically saying like Brock is definitely on for WrestleMania. We're not having none of that shit about him going to leave and early see, and yeah. missing. So, like in that case, I'd imagine. And then you know, like he has to do the USADA thing for five months to finish out his suspension for a year. You know, I can see. I can. I mean, it, if that's the case, it looks like he's going to be locked in for Survivor Series as well. To, to, to get do that. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they do Brock versus. Um, Roman then. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but I could definitely see, like, Brock, you know, teases with the whole, like, you know, if I leave, I'm never coming back or whatever. And then, like... Remember that time he quit the company via tout? What? A long time ago. I think it was, like, after the first Triple H match or something like that. Like, I, like, I have, like, nothing left to prove or something like that. Well, this is a way of writing him off. They explain yeah. the fact that he's going to be gone for yes. for six months. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, I quit, I I quit the all. company or, you know, something ridiculous. Is like, Tau still a thing? I don't know. Like, I don't they know. Have, is, like, is that company still, like, running afloat or did WWE, like... Just flush that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, What else is on our Raw? Looks Maybe like... WWE will buy MySpace next. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Bailey. Uh, Bailey and Nia Jax had a match on uh, Monday Night Raw. 
And it looks like Bailey took a really hard fall. Looks like I saw it and I was like, oh. And she rolled out. I was like, yeah, that had to hurt. And then she's like laying out there, out on the ring. She's like laying there for like sec for an extended period of time. It wasn't like a sell job. Like she was basically trying to, she was basically trying to like fight through the pain to see if like she could actually finish out the match. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she throws a couple punches with her arm, with her bad arm. I'm thinking, oh, it's like, work. I, nope. I, I thought like <laughs> I, I didn't think I never stopped thinking that it was legitimate, but I thought like, why are you? What are you doing? And then she gets dropped again, and then she goes back out her side and then does it again. I was like, oh, yeah, she's really hurt. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, I don't know why they haven't put the axes up or tell her to, like, just go home. Um, maybe it's because they actually, you know, they didn't have anything. Um, they didn't, they just did, were just very intent on her not um, beating Nia on a roll-up or a clean or whatever. It had to be on some, you know, some, some fuck shit. Yeah, it had to be a you know a cheap victory, so they continue with uh, the countout thing with uh, Alexa as well. But I saw the video and it, it does not look good. It's like she can't she can't even lift her arm to parallel to the ground. Man, all right. Um, they, they can't. They can't. Apparently, they couldn't figure out like um, they couldn't diagnose her because there was too much swelling. That's like, not good. Uh, yeah, like. Obviously, it's not the same joint, but you know what happens to a lot of people uh, that tear their ACLs. What they have to like, they have to have the swelling go down so they can find like they can test and be like, yeah, we think it's torn ACL, but like there's too much swelling, so you need to go, uh, you need to go get it checked out, and then go, oh yeah, you tore your ACL. Damn. Like I mean, obviously those joints are completely different. Like the ball and socket compared to a, a hinge joint, but still, it's like. If your joint swells up that bad, to where they can't like even cut, figure something out, like it ain't gonna, chances are that sort of slam shit is far fetched. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt, what do you make of this feud? I I want to see the demon. Yeah, is it a like as far as the matchup goes? Like, do you think like this is beneficial for both of these guys? At this time. You know, in a weird way, like, if this was not, um, if this was, like, after Royal Rumble season, after Royal Rumble, and we didn't have the the situation with all the the part-timers and, and, like, loading up on the card, this would have been a good idea for WrestleMania feud. Mm -hmm. We have the Hocus Pocus of Bray. With the monster, with you know, with the the war paint of of Finn, like and they, I, you know, I mean, I don't know like how seriously they're actually going to take this feud. I mean, where do you imagine this on the card? Do you ma- like if you're going to rank the matches so far, book where would you put this? Would you even put this in the top four? No, I yeah, I, so, I, I don't think so. At least I felt like they, you know, they were going to get to this eventually because it just made sense to put those two together because of the elements they bring. Yeah, but I. I feel like this could have been better for both of them if this was for WrestleMania. Is this like the uh, the, the Undertaker Memorial match? <laughs> you know, who gets to use, you know, the be, be the spooky man going forward? That's, <laughs> that's the only thing I mean, I've, got, I've got out of this. And I think De- or Balor should just go ahead and paint up from now on. Like you think he should be even during yes. even during Raw? Yes, just just all the time. Nah, Fuck it. Make him a complete like. He's got to be two fins. Two no, fins. Man. 
Like, it, it, it's gotta be two fins. Look, man, regular Finn Balor is real lame. You think so? Yes. You know, I, I, I do disagree with you, but I have a joke for you. On, uh, it was, I guess, backstage on the, uh, on WWE, I guess on the, uh, what would be like backstage footage they would put up, not during the show, but they showed a, a segment between Tamina and Lana where Lana, um, runs upon her or walks up to her to apologize for what happened the week before, um, and as she gets, and, at, and like, it's pretty much as, like, Timmy is just getting ready. Like, she just put the gear on. So, she, so first thing she does is she puts on the jacket and she, she, she like, you know, she, she uh, kind of, like, jostles the jacket. Yeah. And, like, every time she needs to emote, like, a particular, like, like, surprise, a di- like, uh, disgust, um, and anger, every time, like, she puts on a different face or, or, or a different face and jostles the jacket. And I'm thinking, like, she like she's literally like using the jacket to emote, like she's like it, it's, not, it's not on her face, it's not in her words, not in like her tonality of her voice. It's literally the jacket, and yeah. I thought to myself like, wow. So like Tamina and Finn Balor, like without the fa- without the war paint, are pretty much like the same characters. Like they just come out and just with the jacket. <laughs> now Tamina is like might quite possibly be the worst in, on the entire roster um, as overall package. And then Finn, like I still have hope for Finn, but it's, but at the same time, I thought to myself, like I now I get why some people don't like if some people like don't like Finn, I can see now why it's like all you do is come out here and just your jacket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you and you be out here like basically like opening your jacket like as a Ric Flair robe but and I'm, shit. <laughs> like I don't. But, but I will say like I do enjoy his matches. Like like I I I mean except for the first one. Um, like the last two drifter matches, I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what else we got going on. And then, you know, he's been in so many multi-man matches that it's not hard to really judge. You know what's going on with him since he's been back. It might have been a missed opportunity for him not to have got on WrestleMania. Yeah, it's almost like you're like, yeah, he could be back now, but we don't really have anything for him, and we don't want WrestleMania going to one into the one o'clock territory. Yeah. So. They, they held him off until the night after or whatever. Think about it like this. Like, Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe. Not on WrestleMania. It, yeah, it makes no sense. Especially after Joe Joe blew out, like, the, the you know, one of the top baby faces. Dean Ambrose, not on WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's out there recording. Well, you know, Corbin will get you under, so yeah, yeah. it is. Like, look at Nakamura. <laughs> like, if not for the... I didn't think that Nakamura was, should even, like, have been in the title picture. And then he'd be seen. I'm like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like, he's not, you know... He's actually is over as I thought he was, and as opposed to like when he's out there with Corbin, is like these pops are smaller than they used to be. Like the crowd chanting to his theme song isn't as loud as it used to be. Corbin gets you under; he'll get you off the main card. Oh man, <laughs> WrestleMania. Yes. Um, <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if I wonder if Dean got like a, a like a smaller WrestleMania payoff. Because of being like pushed down, like on last. He ain't week. getting them DVD. Uh, you know the WrestleMania DVD. The guys on the pre-show, they don't get royalties off that shit. Oh, I'd be so hot. Hurt. I'd be furious at this man. Hurt. Um, I want to talk about Kevin Owens and AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. So, okay. James, they've done it again. What they, did they do? They've stuck AJ Styles with Shane McMahon on a big four pay-per-view. Why do they keep testing my patience? 
But he's not even he's not Bro, even screwing AJ with AJ. AJ Styles though. is the United States champion. Yeah. And he's the third most important person in this story but of this gonna, match. But he's gonna win. So it doesn't really matter. How do we know that? We know what Shane's gonna win. Okay. Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not tripping on the finish. Listen, right? hold on. This is what I do. This is what I say. The only way that I will be okay with Shane, with the only way that I will be okay with AJ not winning at SummerSlam, right, is if when Shane goes to count one, two, three after decisive pitfall, he does the tri- he does what he did exactly. He does the uh, the screw job that he did to Steve Austin, the double middle fingers, and yes. then like, and then he, and as long as AJ makes the same stupefied, like I can't believe this, I, I just got fucked by this twerp yep. that, that Austin did. That's the only, that's the only way Girl. I'll be okay. It's, like, it's a double switch, like basically Shane Man turns heel on that man. Oh like, my god! Yeah, like Shane, Shane, and, Shane and Owens. It was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, it was a work. Yeah, like we fooled you the whole time. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> why, but, look, why am I booking them more heat? <laughs> yes. Don't give them any ideas. We don't know who's listening to this show. Yeah, uh, but you know, also, but my thing is this: AJ bro, gets AJ AJ's gets a profile match. A, I think they can finally have like the the big blowaway match that we always thought those guys could have, and then it still sets up for. Bro. What's going to happen next with Owens and Shane? And I mean, and you know, it's not at SummerSlam. Um, their eventual match between Shane and Owens, but you know, they're still going to have a situation where like Owens is going to be in the spotlight, and that's you know, and that's a, and that's a good thing. Like the, that, you know, the guys that are like the top guys in the card will be like positioned high on the card and, and things that matter, and you know, they don't have to necessarily be for either belt. Mm-hmm. Like so, so, we're potentially getting like three big matches on the next pay per view after SummerSlam. So with so AJ Styles basically has to perform in spite of Shane McMahon once again. Well, I mean, it's just a ref job. Yeah, and, and you know they don't put special referees in there for them not to have an impact on the match and like the finish and screwy shit. Well, I mean, I can think of a few that that didn't get in the way. Yeah, like. Honestly, you think about it like this. Technically, uh, the last two times Triple H, special guest ref at SummerSlam, he did, he called it right down the middle and there was no fuckery. Uh, it it uh, didn't. During the main event match that was billed. Like, well, and there we wasn't John Cena CM Punk. They did the thing where the foot, on, where foot was on the road. Oh, yeah, he, that's right. He did botch it. Well, well that's it. And he'll rock it to botch that, though. Yeah. But he, it, wasn't, it wasn't like he'll turn. Look, it's not like, it's not like they screwed Cena and then like they turned on Cena. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, my bad. Now, yeah. uh, what was I going to say? And then, you know, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Sam, or Bryan versus Cena at 2013 SummerSlam. I mean, he caught it right out of the middle. He he raised Daniel Bryan's hand. Now, the cash is just, that's 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 not the same match. Like, listen. It's a different match. Yeah, before y'all get mad at me, like, that was a different match. <laughs> like, the, the match after that, he fucked him. Like, <laughs> don't get it. He fucked him after that. But he caught it right down the middle oh, the first man. time. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, man. Um, so today is—I uh, don't know if you know this, James. Um, this is just one weird thing I remember from when I was a kid. It's August third. Um, August third is the date of SummerSlam in 1997. So 20 years ago today 
was SummerSlam 1997. Okay. Uh, so that was Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. Right. That was Austin getting dropped on his neck. Yep. Um, it was Mick Foley jumping off the steel cage on Triple H. And it was Shawn Michaels <coughs> and Bret Hart imploding in that main event. Um, and Shawn Michaels basically turning heel or headed down that road and everything pretty much changing forever in WWE. <laughs> um, what, do you, what do you think about like that, that whole time uh, that was going on for that match and the fallout of everything? Well, for me, it was, uh, in its most simplest terms, like that's about like that time that I find most fascinating with WWE because you, you're getting to a head between Sean and Brett. You're getting towards the end of Brett's contract. Um, you really only have three stars, Sean, Brett, and Undertaker. So you're trying to figure out like how you're going to like put those guys around each other to make it work, and you can't like you know have those guys like wrestle each other every single review. <coughs> Um, um, at the time you have under, you have, uh, Austin bubbling up, but you know, he, he, he breaks his fucking neck, <laughs> right? Um, it, it, you know, you're looking at it like, and they're also like getting their asses kicked in the ratings. So you're trying to figure out like what, like how's this company going to survive? Because, you know. The two previous years were so, or I'm sorry, well, yeah, like the, the, the three previous years were so bad for the company. Mm-hmm. You're like, how are these, how are these guys going to pull them out of this? Like, and then you, you look at the rest of the card, you see Foley on the undercard, uh, Rock's, like Rock is just, wait, Rock comes in 96 or 97. He's, he's actually injured at this time. That, okay. He he shows back up this as before, the, the this before Nation Domination, right? Yeah, it's about like three weeks before Nation Domination. Okay, yeah, it's just like you know he failed he failed as being the white baby face to try to push him as the die Rocky dies and he's about to come back and it, it's it's a it's a really interesting time to look at it, like it's just a free stream of like you have a top three a fourth guy bubbling up another guy in the wings that you want to work out works out. Um, like he's not working out right now. We're gonna have to refigure him. Um, we got to figure out something else for him. Uh, Foley is just a, is pretty much just a guy at that time. He's a guy that takes a bunch of bumps. Um, he basically makes tri- all your guys. Yeah, and Triple H is just a pencil neck geek that you're pissed off because he's because <laughs> you're still punishing over the freaking uh, curtain call uh, for a full year. Yeah, it's um like I haven't watched it. I haven't watched any '97 uh, stuff in a minute, but uh-huh. like. I'm gonna have to go through and go watch it. This has been a minute. Like, I love reading like all like the like the weekly stuff about like the situation with Brett. Like, it's fascinating to be like you look at the TV and then you look at what's going on. and You're just like, dude, like they're you, you, bro. Like, they're clearly we like, know the story because like this is what we grew up on. Mm-hmm. But like you, th- like, if you read along and you with the TV and you're thinking like they might actually figure out a way to make this shit work. And then like you keep going and further, further, and you know, so you're like, nope. Nah, this is a car crash. Like, this you can see it broken. coming. It's, it's like how are you gonna how are you gonna handle this? And then you hear all like them like that whole entire like for mo- like a couple months leading up to uh, Survivor Series, and they're like, how are they gonna handle the belt? They mm-hmm. put the belt. They put the belt. These idiots put the belt on him at SummerSlam. And they have three, <laughs> and they and they they literally have like a uh, like a suicide pack day being the Survivor Series three months later. Like how are they gonna get out of this? It is like you know well. I'll drop the belt in uh, in Detroit 
to someone else. He's like, I'll do a job for a Brooklyn brawler, like in Madison Square Garden, yeah. if you want me to. He's like, I don't want you know. It's like I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose in Canada to to to, to Sean. All right, well let's lose. You want to lose in Detroit the day before? Nah. Like it's, 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 like, it's like how about this? How about you let me beat Sean and then hand you the belt the next day on Raw? And then it's like, well, I got I got the word from Bischoff that I you know I got Bischoff's word that he'll let me you know hand the belt over and he and then and then Vince is like. Dude, I'm not finna let you fucking leave my company and hand my belt. Like, oh, well, done well, Thank you. Look, done, done it all. Here. <laughs> done, you know, done, 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 done it all in the company. Here's your belt, Vince. I'll holla at you. I'm finna go get paid more money, you know, because I'm such a great champion. You broke Deuces. Mo- look, you broke motherfucker. I'm finna go, I'm finna go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm about to go join the NWO. Like, yeah, like you know, you're just like, how are you trying to figure out his word? Then you hear about stuff like the like Jack, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Gerald yeah, Briscoe. Yeah, Gerald Briscoe's trying to teach that man how to shoot. Teach Sean how movie. to shoot. Yeah, and you know, how to protect himself. Like, Cornette's, Cornette's talked about it, and Cornette's like, dude, like, that's not going to work because the second, like, Sean tries to cinch in on the roll up, going to kick out and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's just, and then they said, like, they're going to figure out to go out. And then, like, they're sure, everybody's like, nobody wants to say it, but everybody's thinking the same thing. Like, we're going to have to screw this dude. Yep. And, then, and then, like, Triple H, of all people, you know, they don't trust He doesn't want to do business. Yeah, Triple, we'll do they, business yeah they hate Triple H's guts. They're punishing that man for a full year. And that man's the only person with the stones to say, if you don't want to do business, we'll do business for him. And then they screw him. Like it's, like, it's such a... Like, 97 is so fascinating, man. Yeah. And at the same time, like... like people, There's so much people, competition people with the guys. Like, you ever hear a story with Pritchard? Mm-mm. Pritchard was at... Uh, was in the back at Gorilla. Uh-huh. Watching, the, watching it. And then, like, after everything else had happened... Like, because you Didn't know, he like, just like run in the office or something. Well, people were running to the office, people were running out of the office, people were running locker room back and forth. And then you see, or no, you don't see, you don't see because obviously there was no cameras back there except for the, the, uh, that documentary. Yeah. Um, that like there's so much hubbub between the guys, and then like Owen and um, or Pritchard was in Gorilla, and then Davy Boy. And Owen were there, and then like the screw job happens, and they were. Pritchard does the best, the the best Davy Boy impersonation. He goes, like, Owen, he, said, he said, Owen's, oh, he, said, he said, Owen goes, what 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 just happened? And then and Davy Boy goes, they fucked him, they fucked him, they fucked him, <laughs> they fucked him. <laughs> and, then, and then like, and then he said, bro, he, I wrote, he I wrote, I wrote a Davy Boy um, accent in a column like, bread, I'm fucked this this week. <laughs> So, <laughs> Rest in peace to the uh, British Bulldog. So then he says that he ends up in the back because of all the commotion, because all the guys, certain guys are all, you know, taking sides on, like, he did it for the, for the company, or that's bullshit that he did is the bread. They fucked him. Like, this dude's been a workhorse for all these years, and they fucked this man. And then, like, he said, that he, said that he ended up in the back and he, Undertaker. And Undertaker and him were like looking at them, like they didn't trust each other. Like what the fuck's yeah, going did, on? Did you know? And then they, they, know? they said the next day they showed up to to, the, to TV and they were both like, "I thought you knew. I thought you knew." Neither <laughs> <laughs> one of them knew. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, man. Um, and then you know you have Brett like punching out Vince and shit. Man, and there's yeah. like as I was saying, like there there is so much competition between the guys because them like Bret Hart I felt like kind of was being positioned as a symbol of the past 
Um, Sean was obviously a fuck up in his biggest rival, but mm-hmm. he wasn't exactly the guy to give the ball to Undertaker. He was reliable because he was on, he was on, he was OD on drugs. Yes, like, <laughs> yes. The Undertaker was like always just like the gimmick performer, so you can't really build the company around him. So, but because in, you always want to put him up there against you, like the whole thing is like, oh, he's the phenom, so have him fight monsters, right? So in that, it created, and as you mentioned, Austin was coming up. So you had all that competition in all, every like month. So it was just like a revolving door, like who was going to be the best. And, you know, they eventually found like, uh, you know, the, the winning formula. But the the time before they figure it out, to me, is just way better than when they actually figure it out. Really? Yeah. Like, I enjoy 97 so much more than 98 and definitely more than 99. Because, dude, 97 is like, I mean, at least at the top of the car, like, you're just like, you're watching your TV and you're like, what the hell's going on? Like, wait a second. So, Sean's handing over the fucking belt and, like, he's supposed to he's supposed to fight Brenda's rematch. He says, like, he, wait, Fuck he says he's handing him the belt and said, I'm going home, I'm, I lost a spile or whatever. But his pussy fit injury, as, Sean, as Brett loves to call it. And then, like... And now we don't know who the hell is like. And then they have like a four way for the title, and and in the cage match thing, like it was it, like it was such a ridiculous. Wasn't the four, wasn't the cage match like the date after the pay per view four way? No, or was it? It was like a week after. after. Like it was such. A, it was like <clears throat> you're just thinking of it like, what the hell is going on? Like, it felt like, like anything could happen at any time in 1997. Yeah, it's like everything was up for grabs. Like it was like a, you know, it was almost like backstage. Imagine back this age, like, everybody's, like, have, you know, everybody's acting their own self-interest because, like, everything's going to hell. They're getting their brains kicked in by, uh, by the NWO and ratings. Yeah. Like, they just, it's so fascinating to me. Like, I would love a book just on, like, from, 1997. Just on WWE from, like, let's say from when, yeah, like, I would love a, a, a book on, like, from. Survivor Series 1996 through Survivor Series 1997. I think no, that's I would it. say no, I would say um a book on well, you, you fast forward through ninety six, but like Actually there is you a would book. say you would say like from when Diesel took the belt off when Sean took the belt off of I'm sorry, when Brett took the belt off Diesel is Survivor Series ninety five. So like Brett was the belt and he takes it into WrestleMania and then you talk about like what their plans were as far as when Brett went or sorry, when Sean was the world and then they they're mashed up. Their ideas for so I'm going to have to put you on, the, the, because that uh, book exists. No, no, but I'm saying, you do that, and then you go up until, like, Brett leaves. Like, basically, like, those two years. They exist. All right. Really? There, there's a book, it's called Titan's Sinking. There's a book on 1995. There's a book on 96 and 90, and then 97 and 98 is the third book. Okay. So, uh, I, so really I, I actually not, own all of them. But it's not actually about specifically that as much as it is about WWE as a whole. Yes, for and it covers year. everything. It, okay. co- it covers all those stories, no, all but I, everything. No, but I'm saying, like, I don't want to book on just specifically. Like, I don't want the other. I don't want any. I don't give a fuck about Farouk and the original nation, <laughs> like, or, like, Rocky Mavi. Like, I want to book just basically on, like, Brett, Sean, um, Brett, Sean, or the main event picture from... 97, or sorry, from November 95 to um, November 97, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, like, epilogue, basically, of, like, Brett moving on, and then Starcade being a fuck-up, and then, you know, he talked about, like, yeah. in the epilogue. But that's what I want. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, maybe somebody will write it one day. Um, <laughs> freaking, um... I mean, who doesn't love talking about the screw job? Bro, really? like, it's so, like, 
crazy. Like, and then the people that like, I know you like to joke about, it, but the people that actually think like it's, it was a work. Bro, there's so many wrestlers that think it's a work. Like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they but, swear it's a work. The whole thing about them, one, the whole thing it's about them, uh, like the people about them think, saying like it's a work is like the same people for me that is obviously like, okay, so, like, y'all just don't want, y'all just want to say it's a work because y'all don't want to like just buy into anything actually being like anything being actually organic or just happening or working out that way. Like you might as well, like you might as well say like, yeah, you know, uh, you know that Kate like. Bully was meant to actually fall through the cage, through the through the cell. Like, it's like that. Like, oh, that was that was planned. That was, that was totally It's planned. like the same people that that's where uh, Daniel Bryan was supposed to main event WrestleMania the whole time. <laughs> they exist. Whatever, rants. Um <laughs> He really believes that. <laughs> yes, I, I believe he does. Um, but everything, all you have to do is look. Read, all you have to do is read Daniel Bryan's book. Not even that. Like it's like look at the TV. Well, let me phrase that. Look at the TV. Look at what was reported by uh, reporters um, that follow the business about like they're flat out going with the Batista thing, mm-hmm. flat out. Um, there's a reason why he got. There's a reason why after he won that room, why he got so pissed at the crowd for booing him. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a reason why he was not in the rumble. There's a reason why they tried to turn him heel. Um, like it was so obvious, and like. I, I just I, I don't I don't nah that was not the plan at all like if that was the plan right then why would you have them bother go through three matches after uh, after that like what, what I heard like, someone say and then do the like the chant like the combining the title thing like no I heard someone say that if CM Punk never left CM Punk would have gotten the Triple H match and Daniel Bryan would have ended up fighting Kane that and was- then joining the main event. I don't believe that for a second. No. No. I don't believe that for a second, personally. Because one, Kane, I mean, what, at what month, what month of 2014 did Kane become uh, Corporate Kane? He was Corporate Kane in, like, 2013. I mean, 13, I'm sorry. Uh, like, the end of 13. Yeah. What, uh, it, was, 13 it, was a, it was, like. Remember, he was still. It was, like, was the still, end of the summer. He was still Demon Kane up to, like, the Wyatt feud at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. It was after that when he came back. How often, how long was he gone? I would say at least October. Okay. Like, so, no, that was um, not the case at all. Dude, that was not the plan. He's going to fight Kane? No way. Like, no. yeah. Um, man. Yeah. And, and he, was, he was scheduled to play, he was scheduled to fight Sheamus again. Right. Yeah, I can, I couldn't, I couldn't picture uh, him and, like, Daniel Bryan doing anything but, um, fighting Seamus on some bullshit. Like, <laughs> I will say this, I do, I do commend him for, like, well, aside, like, you take away the CM Punk thing, you know, maybe they would have still tried to figure out something, because, like, you look at, um, the reaction at, their boot, when he was flat out Bootista, like, they knew what they were walking into. They knew that, that like, if they had did Orton Batista, no one, they were going to get sabotaged. Bro. Could you imagine if they did that? Like, how... I think that would have been the most, like... Like, it would have been, like, some Mid-South shit, but angry at the promotion. Like, people would have been, like, throwing so, so shit. So, WrestleMania 32 made of it? No. No. <laughs> worse? Way worse. Really? Way worse. Really? Because people were, were resigned to the fact that this shit was happening. Like, it wasn't... 
the feeling like anyone in particular was fucked. It was just like, we don't want to see this. Like, if you take... No, that's true. Daniel Brown, Brian, they made Daniel Brown retire in, was that January or February? February. Yeah. They, they made him retire. Yeah, February 2016. Um, well... They got Ambrose hot enough to be the guy to, to go after him. But not it, the same. Not but, the same. No, yeah, it's not the same as Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. But it's. But it wasn't enough to where it's like, yeah, that dude needs to be over anybody else. Like he's like, no one thought he was gonna be like the next transcendent superstar or pop culture sensation or. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, but but that was almost like they made sure to like make sure no one else ever ever got that hot. Right, like they made sure that uh, that you know he's a f- f- this, the last person in at the rumble. They made sure that like Triple H beat him at uh at end of the line. They made sure to like to squash him like a fucking bug at WrestleMania 32 by with Brock. <laughs> right, like they 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 made sure like we gonna cool with his dudes Jets. We, we gonna do what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE Louisville Vert. That that needs you know. The um the then now for everything they need to be playing that instrumental during that. We do what we want. Yes, now I do what I want, and you know to the detriment or you know some people say you know the betterment you know but um, oh. I feel like there's a lot of different ways WWE could have could have gone th- this year because uh, this is kind of like it's the last this year's been wide open like all hell broke like bro what the fuck what the fuck is our award show gonna look like like it's just like well. Who's standing out right now? Um, far as wrestler of the year, yeah, like Strowman, um, Neville. Wrestlers, okay. So overall, wrestler of the year guys that will pop out for me right now. With um, Neville for, first comes to mind. Um, I told Josh we're I gonna have to start bringing in New Japan categories. Like um, this is the year. Yeah, but like. There's, like, you can literally say at this point, like, it's a deep category, but it's deep only because, like, nobody's rules, no one had a really standout year. Right. Like, so there's a bunch of, like, instead of, like, AJ last year that was a flat-out 10, or, like, Cena in 2015 had a flat-out 10 of a year, like, these guys are all clocking in to, at sevens, sevens right now. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, like, Reigns could be rest of the year this year because of, like, what he's done in big matches, and, like... He's, I mean, this is it. I would feel like this year has been less good, or not as good as like the year before. Yeah, like he's turned year. up with AJ mm-hmm. um, and Rusev in the Hell in a Cell, and you know, other shit like that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's sort of a weird year. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, like they put Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in a tag team. Yeah, like because they had nothing to do with them. So like yeah. I. I I at least, I, I at least like. I understand fact, that though. I at least like the fact that they realize like these guys are going nowhere quick as singles. Let's put them on a tag team together and just lock them. You know, keep them, make them the tag, the focus of the tag team division right now because the tag team division ain't really got people. So you can put them there for now, and you can get some compelling storyline of, of like is Dean ever going to trust this dude for a minute? Like I like that. I thought that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it's worth thinking. Like they, they have some good ideas. They have a good number of good ideas until you look at like who the champion is, right? All both, <laughs> like who the champions are. All both brands. Like oh, you have a dude who's never here, and you have another guy that like has no business being the champion right now. Yeah. Like they have that dude OJT training on like on the job training for for champion to be the champion is weird. Oh nah, man. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man. I don't know. For me, I, I guess you're looking at Strowman, Neville, like they have no maybe idea Joe. You know, but yeah. he, like we said, the like, Joe runs it, only been like it's two, only three been so months. long. It's like he has to keep it going. Yeah. And like, cause he got hot for like a month when he first showed up, and then like it was WrestleMania season. They said, "Nah, get out of here." All right. Like you know, like nah, get out of here, you little scamp. Yeah. Like give him a noogie on the way out the door. Like yeah. nah, this is WrestleMania. Nah, you're not, man, not. You're not. Nah, go that way. We brought you up to do nothing for for a month and a half. Um, but yeah, Strowman, Neville, I mean, AJ hasn't, like, like, maybe, like, he's a, almost like a default nomination at this point, but he hasn't really torn it up, um, this year, um, as compared to last year, obviously, but. Oh, yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of that is, I think we're kind of, hmm. Okay, so, January, he's great. Um, he, he's he, like the, the two for two months after that, like pretty much he's pretty much great up until WrestleMania. Up to WrestleMania, like he's basically like he's he's literally like fighting his ass off to go get this title bag that he never that he never got a fair rematch for, and then he beats the hell out of Shane for for gaslighting him, and then like and then like he turns babyface, and they immediately throw him into the uh, the thing with, with the Owens, cycle. yeah, and then like the Owens thing, you know, it had its hiatus because of the money in the bank. Um, and they've had some screwy finishes, like the double count-out thing, the, his show rolls up, wait, no, it wasn't, he wins at a house show, he loses it, like, two, a week or two later at, on um, pay-per-view, because of a botched elbow thing or whatever, <laughs> and then, like, they have their, a uh, match, they have the triple threat match, yeah, like, it's, it's been a good year, but, I mean, it ain't the, nah. the freaking year that, you know, they nah. had before, like, it's, it's a weird thing going on, like, same thing. Might have to look at Owens. Uh, what the hell's going on? But then, you know, like Owens, like they said, that man ought to get squashed. But he, I think he's had a yeah, decent year. Yeah, but like the whole the whole thing at Russell, his whole WrestleMania thing was great. Yeah, you know, like the fr- festival of friendship. You know, we're gonna look back. Uh, I was thinking about this because I was actually watching um, the the festival of friendships is actually the same exact night. That, sh- that Becky won the, um, it's not Becky, Bailey won the belt from Charlotte mm-hmm. the first time on that Raw, the same episode of Raw. So, you know how we do these reviews where, like, and we, or we do these reviews where we listen to, like, Brian and Vinny Retros and we remember, like, oh, like, this is the episode when, like, this is the episode where, like, uh, um, this is the beer truck. Chop, or Choppy Choppy yeah. PB or whatever, or this is the episode when there's, like, the beer truck or whatever. We're gonna look back, like you know, you can roll it back and be like, "Oh yeah, that's the episode when they had like the festival of friendships." Oh, and you look also like, "Oh, and they had this great women's match on there." Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, it's kind of different when you like you were like just in it just going week to week, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, that was a good match." Oh, that's a great segment, and he's like, "Oh, that's the end of it." And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, the rest of Raw absolutely sucked." Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you had two really memorable things on that show. Like, that's really hard to do. Yeah. It does suck that you have to sit through like, like, two, I, hour, I like two and a half hours of bullshit to get. Like, I went to you know. sleep before the festival of friendship came on. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I was like one of the folks missing and had to wake up and then see it after. And I was like, wow. Because yeah. I figured it would be bullshit somehow because around that time there was a lot of bullshit yeah. going you on. Know, you know, like they were talking about how they put the triple threat match from Monday. It's like they put that freaking big show and cast match on the main event. Yeah. And then the ten o'clock set, the ten o'clock thing was uh, the triple threat. It was the triple threat with, with Strowman, Roman, and Joe. And people were trying to figure out like why the hell was that not main eventing? 
And like maybe they're at a point now where they're just like, dude, we don't want to get, we don't want this match to be on and it gets killed in the third hour because it's like, it'll look like they can't draw. Yeah, so let's do it now. I mean, if that's what they want to do, like let me know now. Right. So that, like it's I can know, like standard. I know, yeah, I know now. Like this is like some uh, Saturday Night Main Event shit, where it's like, well, think about it. Like, Football's first, coming. The first part of this matters. The other part does not. I can just flip this off, and if anything else good happens in that third hour, like I'll catch it on Hulu or YouTube or whatever else, as opposed yeah. to having to have me sit there and just feel terrible because I'm like, wow, I got another hour of this to go through. Yeah. And I remember football's coming, so they're always going to have that spot at 10 o'clock, you know, the halftime. Oh, whatever. yeah. I'm not watching, like, football anyway, but, you know. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's kind of a good place to leave it. Like, we went about an hour uh, on the dot. We're, we're going to actually do it like a real podcast rather than just ramble on forever and ever and ever. <laughs> um, I dropped a bunch of columns this, this week and last week I did my first mailbag thank you to everyone that submitted uh, questions and all that on there um, <clears throat> I was actually going to send you a question but you suggested that everybody sends um, their first you know, send a question in the, it's like first name and then um, like where they're from for, and where yeah. they're from but I was trying to figure out if I want to do James from Wakanda or James from Stankonia so I know which one I, wow. I, never, I did not send the question wow. my question to you was going to be Maybe you ain't answering the next mail bag, but like my question would be, was going to be: Triple H owns the all-time record for WrestleMania losses. Uh, how many more losses in your mind do you think he should have had? Bro, can we just do this right now? I mean, sure, yeah. Okay, so we'll start his first WrestleMania is WrestleMania twelve. Lost a uh, warrior. Lost a warrior. Fine. Uh, he beat Goldust. He can have that win. Uh, he beat Owen Hart. He can have that win. Uh, Kane, there was like a DQ or whatever. Leave that the same. He definitely should have lost that uh, WrestleMania 2000. Absolutely. Uh, stupid thing ever. In fact, it was so stupid that the very next month they had, they beat that man. Yeah. And also at the show after he wins, because Vince screws uh, Rock, Rock Rock bottoms all of the McMahons plus, plus Vince to, go, to send the show off happy, which means... You made a bad booking. Yeah. <laughs> 2001, he lost Undertaker. Leave that the same. Uh, 2002, he beats Jericho. Go ahead and do that because he was really hot as a face. And Jericho was a, was a geek. Bad champion, yeah. yeah. 2003, definitely should have lost to Booker T. Yep. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> 2004, uh, he lost. Fine. 2005, he lost. 2006, he lost. 2007, he was injured. 2008, he lost. 2009, <laughs> he definitely should have lost. <laughs> yeah, Randy he should have put Orton over as a, as, a, as a cycle champion. Yep. Uh, Sheamus, he beat Sheamus. Yep. Now, I'm fine with him beating Sheamus. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with him beating Sheamus. Uh, 2011, he lost Undertaker. Then he lost Undertaker again. 2013, he beat Brock. He should have beat Brock. Should have beat Brock. Uh, like, it's a dude that he he fights, and the whole thing is like he broke that dude's arm like twice in the lead up, like from the first time he fought at SummerSlam to again, and like he kills that dude, and then like he beats him because it's WrestleMania. That's when he's like, oh yeah, it's like beats because he's like, like steel steps. Like, the worst part unless you know how stupid it was, right? Because Brock lost his first match, Extreme Rules to uh, to Cena. And he was like lost, one and, and two then, at that And then time. lost like his third match to freaking uh, Triple H. Like to make it up to get Brock his heat back, they have him break the streak. 
They had a 30-something-year-old dude that was already a superstar break the streak instead of giving it to a young dude. That lets you know how stupid that was. So, yeah. He, that's So, now we're at four. Also, remember, that was the WrestleMania. He came out there with that um, with that ice, that dry ice well, on his stomach. Well, that's because the extinguisher was the, too the close entrance, to him. And yeah. Got him yeah. So, that, that entrance was always hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 2000, uh, WrestleMania 30, he lost, rightfully. <clears throat> 2015 against Sting. Five. He had no bit, and the only reason why they put that man over so that Rock, so that Triple H come out like forty five minutes later and get and get rock bottom and people's elbow by the Rock and then Rouse and then Rousey hip toss that nigga. You ain't gonna like this. He's supposed to beat Sting. Are you serious? Yes. There is no logical reason for him to say. Okay, say your case. Say your case. You know why I'm fine with it. You know why I'm fine with it. Because Sting got up and shook that man's hand after he hit him in the face with a sledgehammer. <laughs> That's how it was booked, Rich. That's how it was booked, Rich. If he won, they wouldn't have shook hands. Oh, my God. So, you know it's five. So, five. Now, last year, he lost to... Uh, 2016, he lost to Roman Reigns. 2017, he lost to Seth Rollins. So... Man, Triple H should have, should have pretty much lost, like, all the time. Almost. So, dude. So... I don't know how many matches that is, but like he was already had, he already has twelve losses. Yeah. Right. So he should have seventeen WrestleMania losses. Oh my god. He should be so he's something he should be something like three and seventeen or four and seventeen or something in WrestleManias. Oh my gosh, that's insane when you think about it. Yeah. I mean. That, that should be how the cycle of the business works. The heels lose at WrestleMania. And yeah, how that's long the thing. That like, so he will, like, that's my thing. Is like, look, he was career, like the reason why his records even like he has twelve losses because he was pretty much career here for like, most of his career. Like two over two thirds of it, he was a heel. Yeah. So, yeah, <coughs> that's what happens. Um, well, yeah, um, yeah. Make sure you guys check out socialsuplex.com. Um, the SMC podcast coming soon. Uh, here on our feed for One Nation Radio, we're probably going to go through some type of like rebrand. We may be changing it to the uh, Social Suplex Podcast Network, something like that. We haven't figured out the name and all that jazz. But um, what else we got going on? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays columns. Um, Wrestling Square Circle, uh, One Nation Live. Uh, we go uh, live from the Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group on Sundays for One Nation Live. Uh, we record a podcast version within it, and we also do a little bit before and a little bit after, so it's exclusive to the group. Um, make sure you guys, if you guys want to experience that with us, you guys can add One Nation Radio on Skype and call in. Um, I've actually invited our boy or my boy Mike Rash um, to join us on Sunday. Um, there was a card that happened uh, I want to say 37 years ago today that he told me he was at and I wanted <coughs> to discuss it with him. Hmm. Um, it was called let me uh, find that Compelling very, Radio. Compelling very, Radio. Very, very it was called radio. the um, <clears throat> Last Tangle in Tampa. It was at Tampa Stadium. So I'm going to read this card off for you, James. So How many I, years ago? This is in 1980, August okay. 3rd. So it was Harley Race versus Dusty Rose for World Heavyweight Championship match. Special ref, Fritz von Erich. Two out of three. Two out of three falls, no DQ. Wow. <clears throat> then the WWF 
heavyweight championship match, Bob Backlund versus Don Morocco. The Battle of the Giants, Ernie Ladd versus Andre the Giant. World Junior heavyweight title match, Les Thornton versus Mike Graham. Mike Graham, the guy who told us that Jeff Jarrett broke $10,000 or 10,000 guitars and never drew a dime. Um, Special... Special event, Dick Murdoch and Bugsy McGraw versus Ivan Koloff and Nikolai Volkov. My God. Uh, the Mask versus Mask 1, Mask Must Be Removed. Mr. Florida versus the Super Destroyer. Southern Heavyweight title match, Dick Slater. Wait, wait. Yeah. So, they had Mr. Florida in like in a Mask versus Mask match, and they didn't have like, uh, Mr. Wrestling on there? I don't know. No, or even no. Mr. Wrestling number two. Well, maybe Mr. Wrestling two won't even around at that point in time. But okay, whatever. Uh, Southern heavyweight title match: Dick Slater versus Barry Windham. Uh, Jack Briscoe versus Mr. Saito. And there was it, it was labeled seven girl battle royal. Winner gets ten thousand dollars. Damn. Quote unquote. Look, it better not in. We'll put out that check. Yeah. Put that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Austin Idol. Yeah, put that yep. Austin Idol and take it and take it right, right off on the, a plug. Yeah. Took it right to the uh, bank. They'd be like, yeah, he won the match last night. I saw it last night. It's a shoot. <laughs> Dummy. It, it, leaves the, it, it leaves the territory. <laughs> uh, you also had Jerry Briscoe versus Lord Alfred Hayes. Jimmy, huh. yep, Jimmy Garvin versus a guy named Bobby Jaggers. You know, I've never seen uh, Alfred Hayes wrestle. Me I, either. I, wonder, I didn't I even wonder, know he was a wrestler. I wonder if he was any good. My wife, she, my wife, she found out he was like Heenan, like just like great commentary, even better wrestler probably. Right. <laughs> uh, you had Jimmy Garvin from looks like from the Freebirds versus a guy right. named Bobby Jaggers and Scott McGee versus Bill White. So uh, Michael Beyond, yeah, for definitely for nineteen eighty, and like this just was happening in Tampa, like. I would have like loved to be at that yeah, shit. They have like it's 1980, and they have Backlund on the on base like the, the semi main event. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so we're gonna have Mike on. He told us he was at this show, and uh, I'm gonna see how well he remembers it, and have him give us some cool stories. So uh, that's Mike is usually who I usually go to for like you know anything that was like pretty much before I was born mm-hmm. or anything like that. So. Uh, he's going to join us. Uh, so what's up to Mike? You guys will meet him uh, Sunday. Um, and I will be doing an interview with the spectacular JC, who's a, a uh, uh, independent wrestler in the Northeast. Uh, I'll be recording an interview with him over the next couple days. So we'll be putting that out on the feed as well. Um, but besides that, that's going to wrap up the show. I don't know if we have anything else to add. Oh, James? one other one. All right, sort of like skip through it the Bailey injury if Bailey is not able to uh, compete at SummerSlam um, to get this you know potential Sasha Banks thing going as far as a heel turn in the feud who would you select for um, her replacement in the title match Sasha <laughs> okay it's already built in Alexa and her right. hate each other. So, they had a dispute finish last time. So what do you do? Do you do it like she dedicates the match to Bailey because she got hurt, or do you do it where like obviously it depends on how long nah, you know, Bailey. She don't out. say a damn word about Bailey. Really? That's how I would play it. Like she don't say a damn word about Bailey. All right, but like, let's say I earned but let's, this, this but is my time. But let's say you know the worst is the worst case scenario when Bailey's off TV for a long time, as opposed to being off TV for like a month. Gotcha. If you're going for a long time, I still think you put Sasha in there. She's going to have the best match with her possible. Okay. Like, she's the best woman worker, you know, okay. that they can put in the match. I mean, do you put Nia Jax in there? No. 
Put Mickey James in there? No. No, I mean, it's only it's really only two options. Right. So. I, I, okay. Oh, well, if it was short term, I would go with what you said. Like, you put Sasha in there, you, you have him win, and you don't dedicate it. And then, like, Bailey comes out, and, like, when, when it's time, like, a month from now, whatever, if she's gone for a few weeks or what have you, and then you have her come out and like, congratulates her, and then, you know, or whatever, he's like, I, you know, just ready for my title shot. Like, what, 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 what title, title shot? shot? And then you go from there, and then then you cross her. And yeah. then you being pretty much like, you just put it, you go right back to what they were doing in NXT two years ago. So, like, there was a question in the mailbag, and now we're going along, that was saying, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, could this whole thing be a work? It was from Jared. Uh, what up, Jared? Uh, could this whole thing be a work to turn Bailey Hill? I said, fuck no. No. His two is too, his way and too. I, and I was I like, mean, if they no. turn Bailey Hill right now, I said, I would have to talk to James. I would spend the entire episode I read that. talking to James. <laughs> out of challenging every member of the creative team to a fist fight. At, uh, you know, in Stanford. So, no way uh, we'll be able to be turning anytime soon. Have no fear. Uh, but that's going to wrap up One Nation Radio. Uh, make sure you guys rate the show, subscribe uh, on Podbean. Uh, it's always cool to see those subscribers come through and follow us on Twitter and all that jazz. And always remember, don't come kicking that fuck shit. We'll block your dumbass. Not just kidding. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Josh will block you, and, and like they'll they'll think we had something to do with it. Right, that's really how. It right. Uh, so all y'all that's out there making imposter groups, you know, have fun. But that's gonna wrap up the show, man. Peace. Later. <laughs>